Welcome back to the Detour Podcast. Thanks for listening today. I welcome all the new iTunes subscribers. Um, We are now on iTunes as well as Podbean, so please spread the word and thank you so much for listening. Today we are talking with Madison Miller from sparktheway.org. She is just a light. Um, From the first time that I met her, I don't know, you just like feel this like connection with somebody and I did right away. Um, And now we're here, you know, talking about her organization and I think that you'll probably feel her light just listening to her today too. Um, She is a young woman who has um, been through quite some things um, in her 26 years of life. Oh yes, we realized today early beforehand, um, I was talking about when I first got married and uh, the year that I got married and she's like, oh, I was born that year. I'm like, awesome. <laughs> so we... <laughs> All the great things happened in 92. Yeah, exactly. So we, we agreed that 92 was a great year. <laughs> The establishment of the Shinsky family and the birth of Miss Madison Miller. So um, that is a way to make you feel old, though. <laughs> That's okay. Young at heart, I will forever be. Anyways, um, Maddie has started an organization um, called Spark the Way, and it was actually birthed out of a, a not great situation, uh, definitely a detour in her life. So she's going to tell us about that, um, how that all started, and um, some cool things coming up with Spark the Way, what the organization does, um, a really neat way that they're fundraising, and um, all of the different ways that you might be able to uh, help Spark the Way in the future. So thank you for recording with me miss maddie today and i'm happy to hang out with you i'm very excited to be with you yay very excited okay so kind of start with your details detour story um you're just going along in your 20 year old life life. yeah so i actually all throughout high school my dream was to help end human trafficking and so my heart was for human trafficking and I got an internship with Christine Kane's A21 campaign over in California um, and so I was getting ready to move I was making my plans and all that and then my grandpa ended up getting diagnosed with cancer and my grandpa was like he helped raise me so I my grandpa was a dad to me and so there was really no question as whether or not I was leaving when Mm -hmm. he got diagnosed um so I just kind of hit pause on that dream stayed here um just to be there for his fight um and then towards the end of his fight I ended up going to the hospital with a weird chest pain and they scanned me they biopsied me and it came back um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and so I was 20 and I was that was not an option for me like when I was you're thinking, like no no yeah. we're not doing this no, yeah you have that mindset when you're 20 that you're invincible like mm-hmm. all 20s you're invincible and so um I don't know I'm thinking chest pain like oh I pulled a muscle at the gym or right. I like I have maybe a you have bronchitis or something, or something. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. cancer was not in the list of options for me um so it was a very surreal moment like it really felt like i were in this hospital room and i felt like i was like out of my body watching myself get diagnosed you know and my mom's like hysterical in the corner my dad my stepdad was in there um just trying to like wrap his head around everything yeah because Mm -hmm. they had just come from upstairs where grandpa was getting his chemo to me like in the emergency room getting diagnosed so it was like oh man just one thing after another and then a month after that my um stepdad's mom um, ended up getting diagnosed with cancer too so it was like back to back to back um and then my grandfather ended up uh, around the same week that i started treatments he ended up passing away from Mm. his And so in a weird sense, it was like a passing of the torch because the way that he fought was just so like fearless and so light bearing. Like it wasn't like he even had cancer, you know, he treated Mm -hmm. it like a cold. And so that between my grandpa equipping me for my fight and just the power of the Holy Spirit in me, it really was not, it didn't feel like a big deal to me. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind so of I was like, just gonna say, I mean, you kind of elaborated, of course, this wasn't in your plan, and I'm sure you know nobody at any age wants to receive that diagnosis, but at twenty years old when you're got your whole life ahead and you're just you know getting started really um did you did that kind of strength kick in right away? Did you have like a little pity party time for yourself? I didn't until the day I lost my hair. When I, it was like, I didn't lose my hair until about two treatments in, two chemo treatments in. Um, And I, and everybody tells you like, oh, you're going to wake up, your hair is going to be on your pillow or however they've experienced it. But nothing really equips you for that, you know? Mm -hmm. Does it fall out like that fast? Like, it's like... Um, I mean, I was surprised that it took two treatments. I thought it would come out quicker than that, but, um, I literally, I woke up and there was just chunks on my pillow. And I remember just running my fingers through my hair and looking at my fingers and my hair was just all in my, and I, that was when I just sat around my trash can, like on the floor, just like pulling it out and crying. And it was so, oh my gosh, it was so traumatizing. And my boyfriend at the time, um, came over and he was like, we're, you're not doing this. Like, we're gonna, we're gonna go get it buzzed. So we met my mom at this, at the hair place and they buzzed it. And I could not look in the mirror. Like I was, I bawled and I was like, I will not look in this. I will not look in this mirror. I will not, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so it took a little bit, you know, I went home after that. I sat on the couch by myself and I was just like, God, what is like that was when it kind of became real to me i think like this is happening yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and was like what the heck lord like why do i have to do this like this is you know kind of like hashing out with him Mm -hmm. and um maybe like 30 45 seconds later um i get a text from a girl i used to lead a high school group for and mind you like we i hadn't told anybody that i had lost it like i was still trying to deal with it on my own like how how soon was this in since like your diagnosis and then your like what time frame is this um i got diagnosed in late april and then this probably happened end of may early june okay so only like a month six weeks or so later yep um but even then, like, in the vein thing, like, God was so... So I was sitting there, and I hashed it out with him, and I got a text from one of these girls, like, 30, 45 seconds later, that was, hey, I don't know, like, how things are going, but I just found these notes from a lesson that you taught us back in high school, and I opened her screenshot, and it was... Um, beauty doesn't come from elaborate hairstyles but with an inward relationship with the lord like he is oh my gosh i I have chills all over my favorite moment of my cancer um Um, because it was just like god was actually sitting on this couch with me and he's like yeah i even care about your hair yeah if i care about your hair how much more do i care about your head yes like literally every strand of hair yeah yeah it was Mm -hmm. so cool um and so really from that point on it made me just like turn my vision on for more god stories like that Mm -hmm. and they came like Mm i i mean there's so many like that where he just answered quick you know Mm -hmm. the one time the one i don't get nervous about like going under and procedures and stuff like that but for whatever reason the one day i was nervous to get my port in um and I remember praying that, like, Lord, like, calm my anxiety. Like, I'm getting nervous. And he literally, the next three nurses to walk in um, were named Charlotte, Danielle, and Megan, um, which uh, Charlotte is the grandma who helped raise me, Megan, my best friend from middle school, and Danielle, um, my cousin that I am, like, closer than. So, like, yeah. some, three of my core people, he sent their names in, like, right yeah. away. And it was just so, like... I, I have the chills again. Yeah, that's amazing. amazing. I know. It's so awesome. When that's, like, that's like the magic. Yeah. Like, I love, like, the magic of yeah. when God does things like that. Like, <laughs> it is so stinking cool. It is. And that's why I'm like, you are so freaking cool. Like, yeah. I just. <laughs> and he's in the details. You know, he's in yeah. the details, but we got to look. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be some, like, sign every you know what I mean every like, second right yeah, mm-hmm. you got to look and say lord like I am so aware of you just show up yeah you know? and that was that was it for me like it was cool it yeah was very cool and that those are definitely those little things like that story of like the the manna in the bible you know the manna for the day and um 
I think those that those things are like our mana. Like that is our nerve and sometimes it's like mana every minute or hour because yeah. like that's as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. But it's just like I don't know, I just feel like every time you're struggling with something, there'll just be that little bit of like something yeah. that okay, I can go another hour or I can go another yeah yeah, it's like the fuel exactly it's that nourishment that is like okay I can keep going like I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go tomorrow but I can I can go today you know or I can go this next couple hours or whatever his faithfulness kicks in too though because it's like the second you start to even lose sight of like his goodness and his love for you he kicks something else in yeah it's exactly where it's he does something else and you're like oh yeah 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 (laughs) yeah oh sorry I forgot for like one second I'm sorry The Lord's in my corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so you went through um, your chemo, and um, mm-hmm. what was next? Um, I did chemo. So, my chemo treatments, I'd go in for a week at a time, and they would, it's like an inpatient thing. They would hook me up to like all these different bags of chemo for seven days, and then I would get two weeks off and then go back for seven days. So, I did that um, for a few months. I did it eight times, so however mm. many months, that, whatever. Um, and then uh, went in for, they let me out for my 21st birthday, which was super nice of them, uh, which was also the same week that I got um, another scan, and that scan was supposed to say, hey, it's gone, you're good to go. Were um, you in the hospital the whole time? What do you mean they let you out? They let me, like, they Skip coordinated, that? yeah, oh. they coordinated my two weeks off. To oh, oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Then I had a, the scan that was supposed to be like, you're clear, you can go. And it wasn't clear, I couldn't go. And they made me, I had to do radiation for every day for like six weeks, which was nothing oh. compared to chemo. Yeah. You know, um, my hair could start growing back. That was cool. Um, so then I did another scan after radiation and they put me in remission February 5th of 2014, which was awesome. Um, Yay. But, and then a week before, <laughs> That was, you know, when like it just it rains and pours, you know. Yeah. Uh, the week before that, the boyfriend that I had going through that whole thing, we broke up. Mm. Actually, he broke up. Actually, I was in menopause that whole time because like, <laughs> my ex was like, yeah. So I was psychotic. Like, yes. I was literally crazy. And Girl, I feel crazy. you right now yeah. because I'm literally. <laughs> well, you just feel nuts. Yes. You laugh, and then you cry about what you laughed about, and then you're really happy about whatever it is that you laughed and then cried about, and then you go punch somebody in the face. Like, yeah, and you then you literally <laughs> you literally love someone one second and want yeah. them to die and the next second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then you're just sweating, <laughs> and then you're like, I'm freezing to death. Why is it so cold in here? And then you're like, I need to be naked in my in public. And then you need watermelon. Like, yeah, it literally just yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is a, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, and that's, like, I mean, I, I'm fine. I felt bad for him. I don't know what emotional trauma I caused on that poor boy, but, like, haven't talked to him since either, so he's like, it was a lot. Yeah, I'm going to have to just chalk this up as one of those, yeah, youth relationships that, he did. I don't know. That'll come back to haunt him at some point. I don't know. Or, or he'll have sympathy for the next girl, no, you know, no, whatever no. lesson he needed to I learn, know. right? The Lord's got him. Yeah. <laughs> Thankful for him, but like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. man. So, um, during this time, so you're, you, how did Spark the Way? So Spark the Way is an organization that mm. kind of birthed out of this. Yeah. Um, because what you noticed that there were just not a lot of resources for younger people. Um, I more so because I felt like I had such a incredible grasp on ammo, like cancer ammo, if you will. So like faith and community, I don't think you can get a better ammo ammo combination than that. And so that with a mix of like the just neglect and total ignorance of young adults in the cancer world nobody thinks of the 18 to 39s you know like if i hadn't had my family and my church family like coming in and out of those doors and just mm-hmm. loving me and serving me so well mm-hmm. i would have done that by myself there's literally no young adult cancer nonprofit in the whole state of florida wow um, yeah it's sad so there's i mean obviously we hear about so there's pediatric so you mean mm-hmm. like support system like that you can tap into so there is for like pediatrics 
and there's a lot for older people yeah geriatric or older um but the 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 you know range of what 15 to 39 i guess you're saying um in there there isn't um no because once you become an adult once you're 18 and legally an adult you age out of anything pediatric related so then you're turn in 18 19 you're getting treated like the like the 65 year olds and that you know like oh i see my yeah. oncologist mm-hmm. if my stepdad had not been there to like translate for me the things he was saying i would have not understood a thing that he was saying right because goodness yeah you turn 18 i mean i'm the i'm the parent of three children 21 to 25 and like sometimes i'm I'm like chuckling at some of the questions that they ask me that they just don't know. Like you don't think to like teach these things and it's just, you haven't experienced it and that's how you learn things. And then, so again, like, you know, I, I know at this age, you know, some medical things would just be like, I don't know what that means or, so I can only imagine like my kids or somebody your age, um, trying to, decipher all that yeah like they don't even understand what health insurance is you know no. what i mean oh, no, <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> they're like mom do i take the card do i you know they're like texting me can i um they're asking me that you know like yeah. they're just now going to the dentist by themselves yeah. you know? <laughs> no it's yeah. so true well mm-hmm. and it's the same so the same that nobody like teaches us these things nobody's teaching these oncologists like when you're talking to a 23 year old they are not 72 they do not have they still need all of their brain to like go yes. to finish college you know right. they still need their eggs protected to make babies like there are so many things oh. as a young adult that they're not trained to think through or talk through because they're used to like older patients you're educating me right now because those are things that i probably wouldn't think about either you You know what i mean like you're like oh yeah because i mean your brain is not even fully formed Mm -hmm. you know until you're like 25 or so they say i say like more like 40 but (laughs) and then then you got like a five-year yeah exactly and then you have like a five-year window and then it starts then it goes and it starts it's in the shitter about five years and then yeah yeah Yeah. exactly and then you're like what my brain doesn't work anymore um but but yeah i mean i went through brain therapy for about four months after that because my short term my short term is still gone like my short term memory processing like there's so many things that chemo affects in the brain um yeah it's a major download of chemicals that are fighting the cancer but also destroying a lot of your body it does yeah really and that's where like when you get put in remission i think i expected this on myself that I would just bounce right back and like I'd be back to normal and whatever else. But like there's that whole year or so after you're put in remission that you have to like you just got a new body basically is what it is. Like yeah. your body just went through menopause. Your body just went through like brain trauma. Your body just, like physical trauma. Like you're gaining weight. You're losing weight. You're emotional. You're you know what I mean? Like there you got to get a new body and you got to learn it. You know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have any. Nobody told me that before. And so I went through like a heavy eh, ish moderate depression after that because i was like why can't i do what i wanted like why can't i do what i did you know uh-huh. and having to really relearn that and i don't know and that's a huge part of spark the way too is being there to tell the patients I, we just did patient visits at moffitt um on thursday and that was the message to a couple of the patients that ended up getting through was listen like you're about to go into remission and that's great but don't expect that you are going to be exactly who you were before this all started like you're going to be different and you can be better mm-hmm. but you're not going to be the same yeah you know? and that that i think that's where we can really get um at risk for depression or or other issues when you're like if you know something's coming you're at least somewhat prepared for it it's yeah. a little bit easier to process than just being sidelined with it or thinking like what's wrong with me like I'm doing something wrong you know like if you're having I mean 
I'm kind of relating it to like when you have a baby, you just think, oh, I'm going to have a baby. And then like, you know, and I had a, a time of like postpartum depression where my body was betraying me yeah. and trying to get back. And I didn't end after yeah. my second child. And I was literally like, I can't figure out what's happening with myself. Yeah. And, um, and so it was like postpartum depression and then a thyroid disorder started. And I literally, like when I went to the doctor and they said I had a thyroid, I started crying because I thought it was go- like out of happiness yeah. because I was like, oh my gosh, there's like a reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's a reason why I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a reason why I'm crazy. Like this is yeah. like, there's just that, uh, comfort in general of like me too or yeah. I get it or this is normal mm-hmm. or um yeah you're not insane because you just stay in your head thinking yeah. you're crazy about all this stuff yeah um like why isn't this working or yeah. why is my why can't I whatever anymore yeah um, that's what one of our spark the ways core beliefs is that me too is the two most powerful words you can use in struggle yeah for sure and that's and, in and anything yeah. mm-hmm. well and that's you like with cancer can I, that was something I learned. Cancer is more of like a blanket word for like depression, fear, insecurity, like all these things like wrapped into one is like cancer, right? But like, mm-hmm. so kind of like getting through cancer is something like you're not just getting through cancer, like you're getting through like fear and you're getting through insecurity and you're getting through depression. Like there's a lot more than just cancer than what you're getting through. Wow. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. That's know? really powerful. And something that um, people that haven't gone through it don't think about what you're doing is so important um i'm just learning more about spark the way um as you know in meeting you and getting to know you and and some of your things um that that you guys are doing and so besides giving the emotional support and kind of the the heads up um to those who are going through it um you um raise funds as well um to help people Um, I think I read the statistic on your website, maybe, mm-hmm. that said, which this is a lot. Um, there's 72,000 people diagnosed per year in that age range. Every eight minutes. Every eight minutes. Um, and, and sadly, 10,000 um, in that age range will, will pass away in a year. And this yeah. number really got me, which was one in 100 college students is a cancer survivor. Isn't that crazy? One in 100. Yeah. Yeah. That's college amazing. students. I mean, I don't know how many kids. Like, think of how many students are wandering on UF right now. Like, Right. No, I really thought about know. that. I have, I have two kids in college right now, and I'm thinking, man, I'm just thinking. And their school, school is small, and I'm thinking, man, so they've got, yeah. statistically, the likelihood that they've got cancer survivors yeah. on their campus. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, um, and when you put it in that perspective, it really is... Um, a need yeah. and and yeah. a time of life where um, the I say these kids because everybody's like a kid until you yeah. know um, you know are starting with their lives trying to you know Start be independent yeah exactly school, exactly and you get this in the mix and you're like what I'm already clueless I'm already like hitting my second puberty what am I yeah. doing <laughs> yeah. right and I'm hitting my second puberty and now I have menopause what the heck you know yeah exactly so um so tell us about some of the um things that the well how do how do you raise funds for spark the way what are some ways that you raise funds we have a couple outreach events that we do every year but our biggest one um which is coming up in april um dates seem to be determined um is our ignite the light gala um and so we have we do a panel of fighter survivors and caregivers that can share their stories and can share ways that Spark the Way has made an impact in their life, um, as well as um, just we do a silent auction that night. We have a band come, and we just make a whole big, we do dinner, dessert. We have like just a big fun night um, raising awareness and just creating that support and giving um, other young adult fighter survivors and caregivers that community. Um, because that's our thing, like just trying to unite everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to make Tampa aware of look at what is happening right now, like right in the city. Um, so that is big. But so we take these funds. It's a 
the underlying goal is a fundraiser. So like we take these funds and we're able to pay for living expenses, medical bills, um, just whatever gas, whatever they need. There was a patient last week that we met um, in Moffitt who they drive from Panama City to come do his treatments every week. And so being able to say, hey, like, let, let us give you gas cards to, like, help you pay for that, you know? Yeah. Um, we've got a girl right now who she got diagnosed while she was in college, so had to move back home with her parents, move her entire dorm into a storage unit, and we cover the cost of her storage unit every month because she can't. Mm-hmm. Um, we pay medical bills. There's a um, We've got a reoccurring payment going, a monthly payment that we have taken over for four patients now um and just being able to meet people where they're at emotionally is important but financially is too you know like people's love language is different mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah being able to give this gift meets somebody in a way that may be like meeting them with meeting somebody else with words is to, mm-hmm. you know so well and needs are different because everybody's situation is different yeah. you know one one person might be have all the emotional support in the world but they don't financially have Mm-hmm. you know the help exactly. or somebody might have the opposite you know yeah. have um you know uh, lots of financial and and limited emotional support you yeah. know um or somebody that you know a family member that just can't deal deal with that situation yeah. and be there for them in a, yeah. in a way or or um and, work you know yeah get to go right sit. there's another couple we met in there too that have four kids um that are staying with their grandparents and just to be able to offer we've got such an incredible team of volunteers um which anybody can join our volunteer team um we have a group on facebook just have to go find our um spark the ways facebook page but um just to be able to offer up hey we've got volunteers that like are in love with children and if you ever need somebody to watch them for a day like let us know you know so just to be able to serve them where they're at we had somebody who needed a tree cut down like it's just really random things yeah Mm -hmm. we did a bathroom renovation for a patient two years ago that was something i never thought Mm -hmm. i would end up doing um but it's just what do you need okay let us fill it you know Mm -hmm. let us be the church in the cancer world um, let us do it, like coming in the name of Jesus, but also not only serving those who love you. I, we've had people that, hey, can I pray over you? Oh, no, thanks. Like, I don't really believe in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, can we start? Like, what can we do for you? Can we serve you? Yeah, here's your gas card. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. still getting this chance to. So, right. It is a, a faith based in your, you're clearly, you know, a faithful person um, and your organization is um, faith based, but it's it's not exclusive you're you're Gosh, no. yeah so you're you're serving you're serving all people yeah um regardless of um you know their belief system or anything yeah. like that yeah. um which is how we should be doing anyways no, yeah you like, know it matters come like, on <laughs> where we stand yeah. you know as long as it's kind of like we're not coming in our own power like we're yeah. standing in front of you because we believe that god coordinated this god coordinated like one of our spark the way community members being like in front of you and doing this for you as mm-hmm. long as they know that like that's our that is our mission that's our purpose you mm-hmm. know and i think that's an important thing to do because sometimes um people will want to help in a certain situation like like maybe if you're listening right now and you're thinking oh man i, I would really like to get involved with spark the way and and see how i can help but you know i'm not somebody who has like a financial way to help you can sign up to be um, a volunteer and mm-hmm. you know give of your talent or give of your give of your time. Um, it's so funny. One of the w- reasons, like I even started this blog, is just that I wind up meeting so not blog uh, podcast. I wind up meeting so many different people, and it when I like sit back and think of like about the my circle of people that I know, um, there's just like so many different kinds of people and I always think like oh my gosh like how do I even know these this many people and how do I know so many cool people doing cool things and um that's sort of how I started this idea got sparked in me because I just hear like I met you working at the cupcake store I think that through maybe Vonda a mutual church Mm -hmm. friend said hey, maybe they can, maybe uh, Sugar Darlings will do cupcakes for Spark the Way, or I mean Ignite the 
what is it ignite the light um and I like you called or I don't even know how that happened but it was kind of like we did some cupcakes or whatever and um then I'm just like man like this whole story is so awesome and um I don't even work at Sugar Darlings anymore and now we're you know we're doing this so I just it's so crazy the amount of people in the world and different things that people can do and you have no idea who you know until you start talking to somebody so um I hope that this um podcast will find somebody a listener that then passes it on to somebody else or or says you know hey I'd like to help or you know um something like that um my very first interview was with my dance friend um Shelly who had breast cancer um and she did wind up passing away um about one month after um our recording which was um so yeah really sad um and um but it was kind of like that same sort of thing that you're saying where um she just shone a light the whole time like she got this diagnosis but she was like okay this is like um I'm gonna keep shining I'm gonna keep dancing and she did it through the dance community and just united so many people in so many different different ways and um yeah it's just um I don't think we'll ever know really really on this side of heaven like why these kind of bad things happen but I do know that you know there's always beauty for ashes Mm -hmm. um and that things like this just do spark you know something else yeah um they do i think they unite people too yeah you look at we're talking about the hurricane earlier you look at Mm -hmm. the hurricane Mm -hmm. you never see a city come together more than when they're picking up post hurricane port post storm disaster i know and i often think i wish we could hold on to that right like without the tragedy like people could Mm -hmm. we like hold on to that community and spirit feeling um without the tragedy like without the crisis without the um without the you know diagnosis and all of that um can you just try to search your community um and be a good neighbor and um find out you know how you can help each other um on the day-to-day um but sadly we do need that catalyst for whatever it is we get blase we get in our own lives in our own little circle yeah yeah and then we got you know we need something that shakes it up so um you know sadly that's what it takes and i don't know i don't know if that qualifies as a reason for bad things happening to good people um who knows someday god will explain that to me i hope yeah um and i'll be like oh yeah Yeah. that makes sense (laughs) yeah but that's where it's just trusting and knowing you know Mm -hmm. because it does get hard when you're like what the i had a friend who she was diagnosed with the same thing um i met her about a year after mine um after my fight and everything and she ended up passing away yeah and i'm like uh lord like, yeah like why, why her why why, yeah her, you know mm-hmm. um so there are a lot of got lots of questions for him. yeah <laughs> um, yeah we all we all do but when you know somebody things. you trust them you mm-hmm. know so it's like i know god like and i know that he works everything out for my good he works mm-hmm. everything out for the good of those who love him that's a promise and so yeah, i trust that mm-hmm. you know you just hold it when even when it's hard and even when it makes no sense to you yeah and we do not lean on our own understanding yeah that that right there like frees you a lot of my mental weight sometimes i'm like okay i will not lean on my own understanding like i am somebody who's who asks why and wants to know and put the pieces together but sometimes it's just you can't or you won't know until later yeah um so yeah until that you just have to you know trust like you said um so okay one big thing that you've got coming up um is the charity climb to kilimanjaro so excited for the tell us about that um so in june we are taking we're at 13 people right now we still have open spots if anybody wants to join um we are gonna climb hike up kilimanjaro it's not a climb it's a hike um it's a six day hike so it's four days up two days down um, and it was funny because I just kind of threw it out there for anybody that wanted to come with, and it ended up being a majority of K 
cancer survivors. Oh. So like 10 out of the 13 of us are cancer survivors, which wow. is going to be very cool. I'm so excited. Um, but we're also doing like events leading up to it. So every, every month for the next six months, we're going to do kind of a smaller event that has to do with the climb or with the hike. So um, January 26th, we are, um, we're partnered with a strength training gym in Tampa called Pride, and we're going to do um, a, a panel, and then we're going to do like a workout kickoff, if you will. And so it's called Train and Triumph on January 26th. Um, and so from that point, we're going to have just an event every single month after. Um, different things we partnered with vertical ventures like the rock climbing gym well i was gonna say are there's some probably some training a little bit of preparation that you have to do to be able to yeah okay so like tell me like the details of this because like so you're like okay we're gonna climb up the mountain um but it's like how how many thousand eighteen thousand yeah eighteen thousand feet a little over eighteen thousand okay eighteen thousand feet so my husband and i just went to Switzerland and we went on a mountain that was like 13,000. We did not climb it. We took a train (laughs) and and we went up it. And just doing that um, was a little bit physically taxing. Like you don't kind of realize with the elevation. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. coming from Florida. Yeah, because we're just so flat here. We're like under sea level. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Um, And I didn't think, so I'm kind of like a fast walker and and my husband um, had had some experience because he used to be in the military and he used to skydive. Or what do you call that in the military? Uh, Like airborne like parachute yeah whatever so he kind of knew about um you know elevation, the elevation yeah, things and stuff. he's like all right you're gonna have to like walk slower you know like don't be doing your little yeah. um along the way because you're gonna you're gonna feel it and yeah. um i i was okay i got a like a little bit lightheaded but where what was really weird is i kind of felt okay but i went to write a postcard um because you could mail a postcard from up there with the city yeah i always mail a postcard from wherever we're at anyway which is a a great cheap um souvenir when you travel um it's got like the date stamp i write it to myself and mail it back and then you wind up getting it usually when you get back home which is kind of like fun too like you're like oh yeah and so it's cheap if you don't we don't really do a lot of tchotchkes and and things like that we get our magnets we get a coffee mug sometimes a t-shirt or i usually buy some type of clothing or like my purse or or ten dollar pen or a ten dollar pen that yodels yeah exactly um something like that but um the postcard thing is really really yeah a neat idea but anyways i was writing the postcard up there and i started i was writing um that I was feeling dizzy and I wrote the Z's backwards. But like, it was it like my brain, brain would not do the things I was trying. I had it, a hard time writing that yeah, postcard. It messes with your brain. And Definitely. I was like, whoa, what's that? Why yeah. did I do that? Yeah. yeah. That's what I've heard things like that. I've heard things about just emotional breakdowns when you hit like 14,000 that like just something happens to your like hormones or I don't know like oh. I it's I'm, I'm glad I didn't have an emotional breakdown yeah <laughs> but that's why people go slow so that's why yeah. we're taking the four days to go up the thing you know and then we're um, what do you do stay in a tent or yeah okay um so we go up with a company from Tanzania um it's guys that take people up and down all the time so they actually help carry some of our stuff too which is wonderful um they're in charge of food which is awesome they check our oxygen and our heart rate every day like they're staying on top of things oh good so there's somebody that's educated in this process oh my gosh yeah yeah um but then too our trainers the strength training gym that we partnered with in tampa um, those trainers have been incredible to just be like, okay, we have to do these kinds of evaluations. We have to work on this for your lungs. We need to get you like an oxygen depriving mask so that your lungs can strengthen. Oh yeah. So it's like, we've got, we're surrounded by people and the Lord just keeps bringing people to who have already like been there, done that. They're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, we'll talk to your group or, Oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's very cool. As I'm very excited. Yeah. And then how does that actually raise money? So everybody, if you sign up to go under the charity climb, you either have to start a fundraising page on Spark the Way's website um, and raise 
however much money you or make having people raise at least um a thousand and mm-hmm. then they can choose um or they take over one of these smaller events that we're having over the next six months. So we had a team meeting about two weeks ago and assigned, okay, like January, we're doing Train and Triumph. You got that. Like February is Vertical Ventures, like stuff. You got that. Uh-huh. Like, so they just have to take over one of the events. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's a really interesting. Um, how did you come up with the idea of doing that? Like, as a fundraiser um i so i went to a young adult cancer conference last april and i was talking to the girl that i roomed with and we just kind of hit this spot where we're like we feel like our bodies betrayed us like Mm -hmm. we came out of cancer emotionally and spiritually strong but like physically not so much i picture myself tripping all the time like i can't go downstairs without like watching myself fall down them first like I just have no confidence in myself like Uh, physically because mm -hmm. like your body grew cancer on you you yeah you like like, don't trust your body right right now you're supposed to have my back and you didn't like Mm -hmm. what's up body yeah Yeah. (laughs) so we looked at each other and we were talking about okay what can we do whatever and Kilimanjaro just like came out of my mouth Um, Mandy Moore had done it about two months before and her story I'd read a little bit of her story on it and so it just resurface. Wait, Mandy Moore, the celebrity Mandy yeah. Moore? Okay. Um, in that moment, talking to that girl, that's what resurfaced for me. And then she was like, oh, I had a friend that did it as a charity climb, and they raised, like, thousands and thousands for her nonprofit. And I was like, hmm. Because hmm. it's also the time that I was praying for funds for Spark the Way. I mean, we're always praying for funds. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, all right, all right. And then she got me in contact with her. She laid out a lot of things, like, It was just one after another. I pray for external confirmations, especially over this, like taking a group of people to Africa, like to climb a mountain. Like I was, Lord, like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, am Mm -hmm. I seriously? And he, I mean, I remember going to the chiropractor probably a month after that and um, that conversation with my roommate. And um, I was talking to this man and this man was like getting his back cracked, whatever. And our chiropractor walked out and he's like, Maddie, this is the guy I wanted to introduce you to. Like, he's hiking Kilimanjaro a month before you are. Like, oh my gosh. So, like, what are the quote chances yeah. that you're going to be there at the exact same time as the right. guy that he was like, oh, I have this guy in my mind that I want yeah. you to meet. And then, just and then to you're sit next to that just guy. Happen to. Yeah. I love happened yeah. to. I don't believe I in coincidences no, at all. No, like, either. ever. There's just. The details. No. Yeah. There aren't coincidences, yeah. people. If yeah. you think there are, you're wrong. <laughs> in the details yeah you know? it's that sure. turning your vision on and being aware of what he's doing yeah know? yeah for sure okay well i just had a random thought kind of like back to the beginning and which is kind of like so people get great ideas all the time sort of as you were talking like the confirmation people get great ideas all, all the time yeah but the follow-through can be another thing yeah of like so back when you decided after your remission I guess is that when you thought about like there's a need for spark the way and then how did that actually um manifest like how did you actually decide like hey you know because someone should help people in this situation oh wait should it be me and then actually doing it yeah um a big part of it well I took a um trip to New York towards the end of that year because I was like I'm gonna go watch the ball drop and I didn't because somebody talked me out of it um but I went up to New York and went to a Good Morning America taping and we I held up a sign something about Survivor Sisters um for Robin Roberts because she had just beat cancer and so she came up we started talking about cancer and I was like I just there's no help for young adults going through it and then she was looking at me and she said well go home and go do something go be the voice <gasps> Robin well, Roberts right? she's like go be the voice and I was like oh so then that was something You're like, I okay, home. I can do that. <laughs> Took home. I, when I was flying yeah. home was when I got, God, I have a lot of cool moments in planes, but when I was flying home, kind of got like the blueprint for Spark the Way. Mm. Um, and so came home. I didn't really know what I was taking on. I'm really, I think God's gifted me with this like ignorance to us, like in a sense 
that like I sign up for stuff and I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, you're like the on. ambition like, like overrides. Yeah, it's like you like kind of start up the mountain, but you don't actually know how big the mountain is. Mm-hmm. People keep asking me that for Kilimanjaro. Oh, so like, have you watched this documentary? Have you watched it? I'm like, no, like I'm just going to do it. Like God told mm-hmm. me to do it. Why do I need to like learn all the, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, because you're in your heart and not your brain. Yeah. Yeah, is, that's yeah. that's me too. I'm, I'm like all in my heart and then I don't yeah. think this stuff out. And then, so you'll probably wind up marrying somebody that's very in their brain because yeah. you got to have that like balance that's balance. what my husband yeah. does to me and then he'll be like okay we can do that but like but finger, like finger, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for and i'm sure. like let's just let us go it. to europe yeah see that's why i'm yeah. the same let's go to africa like, yeah. yeah no i'm the same and so that was kind of but that's where i mean it wasn't a curse but yeah as far as it became more of a blessing because i think if i had realized what I was taking on, I think I would have it would have overwhelmed me, and I would yeah, have you would have attacked yourself out of you it. Know? But like he keeps, I was sharing my verse with you this morning. Like it's just commit your ways to the Lord, and He will act. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like Lord, like I, I mean, I've dedicated, given Him spark the way. Like every morning, I'm alive. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the people that He says, okay, this is a board member. Okay, like there over the last couple weeks, um, I've like gone to lunch or dinner, went to coffee or whatever with three different women that. I thought like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. We're just catching up. And they are all three now going to be sitting on our board because their gift, talent, and ability is exactly what sparked the way needed. And I forgot or didn't realize or didn't know. You yeah. Know? So it's like mm-hmm. he's really put all of this together and it wouldn't be where it is without him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's put me in front of people. He's given me resources. He's done things that I... Because you could never have looked at the big picture of all that was needed and mm-hmm. then these people are all in your circle but yeah. again like you don't you don't know you know yeah. um I, and i think that's just so awesome and i think it's so important this is this is a lesson that probably is something that um i need to hear because it keeps coming up um is to not be afraid to ask for help because when you ask for help especially mm-hmm. if you're somebody that likes to help people yourself yeah when you ask for help you're giving that opportunity to somebody else yeah. to feel that awesome way that you feel when you yeah. help others. Yeah. And so lots of times givers don't always take yeah. um, or ask. Yeah. And it's so important that you do because you could be robbing someone of the blessing that yeah the blessing to serve yes and there's like there is so much abundance that like everything that we need we can have because it's there for us but sometimes i think we halt ourselves because we're just afraid to ask for it whether we're afraid to ask god for it or we're just afraid to like god will show up in that person that you're having coffee with and he's trying to give you what you've prayed for but you're too shy prideful whatever you know and that's where the ignorance is a curse comes into play yeah because i most of the time just don't even know what i need like i'm like right 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 no we need something but i don't know what we need and yes i'm gonna go do something else and not figure it out you know right yeah and then it'll show up when you know it's time to show up yeah yeah so wow that's so cool so you so it did just kind of you just started like what was the step one after you got the blueprint on the plane we were just like okay robert roberts is like okay go do this got home we got the oh, plane blueprint got home literally google searched how to start a nonprofit in florida and followed those steps no <laughs> way i love google yeah, yeah. <laughs> google just too. has the answers awesome. <laughs> so, and i had a friend at the time who was a um like a brand builder so i sat with like him and um i sat with those guys and Mm -hmm. really just built up the brand the brand of of spark the way yeah awesome and so now um okay so let's just see we've we've talked about the need for spark the way we talked about the um in different ways that the funds help um we've talked about the charity climb and we kind of touched on the um ignite the light gala which is like your big um Mm -hmm. fundraiser um event in tampa that will be announced here soon when did you say april Uh, april in april coming up april 2019 um but if people want more general information maybe want to contact you to help out Mm -hmm. or have a need um they can go on sparktheway.org um there's support and info 
on there. Oh, there's a form on there too. So right on the homepage, the first button you'll see is refer, uh, refer, refer a patient, refer a young adult. I think that's what it is. I think it's refer a young adult. I don't have it in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll take you to a form that you either you as the young adult or you as the supporter of the young adult fills out their information and like what they need. Do they need mentorship? Do they need financial aid? Do they need whatever? Or is it you like, and you want to be a volunteer? You can click, I just want to volunteer and we'll get all your information through that. Mm -hmm. Um, Another big way to those just to sign up for our newsletter. Anytime that we have, which when you go on the website, a pop-up will come up right away that says enter your email. And so when that pops up, um, you'll automatically start getting the emails that are, hey, we have this event, we need volunteers. Hey, we have this patient that needs help, like, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so that is the best way to stay in touch with us is emails. And social media is big, too. If you're on Facebook and Instagram, um, definitely go find us, like us, friend us, follow us, whatever. Um, and that is a real up-to-date. And Instagram has been cool with their new little Insta story feature um, because that really gives you, like, the day-to-day of what we're doing. Oh, good. I'm still trying to learn Instagram. Instagram. Oh it's kind of like I like a more. I don't know. My kids say like Facebook's for old ladies and it Instagrams is. for young people. So I'm trying. I just don't. I'm like, oh, I don't get it. Like I don't. I can't get in the thing. I'm trying. I'm trying hard. But I'm just like, okay, I'll I'll figure it out. I just don't get it. It's not like my flow. I'm. I don't know all the hashtags and yeah. all of that. I don't know. I'm. I'm. But I'm trying. <laughs> I have one. That's that's as far as that, that's as far as gotten um anyways um and then um you are also like if somebody's listening and you're thinking oh gosh i i need maddie to come talk to my organization so maybe you know 2019 we're coming up on new year um new year's eve and a lot of people you know make reservation resolutions Mm -hmm. um make plans i don't really do resolutions but we kind of like i do like a vision board and sort of um plan out and um what you know what we would like to do for the year yeah and um there's you know if if maybe your plans for 2019 are to you know have your organization help another organization or um maybe as a family you're wanting to donate to something specifically you can donate through the website you can um have maddie come if you need more information or you want her to speak um you can have her come speak to your group um if you know somebody who's struggling or um you know is going through a young person going through or like you said a family member that needs some support um you can, you know, build that community and find that community and get get some help, yeah. um, so you don't feel alone or kind yeah. of floundering in this new yeah. situation. Cancer is a wee thing. That's yeah, our, that's our motto. Cancer is a wee thing. Cancer is a wee to thing. Alone. Yeah, not not you, not I. We together um, can yep. do it. And then also, um, I did notice you have a little. A store there on the website yeah, too. Some t-shirts. Yeah, you're working on that. Working on it. Yeah. Are yeah, there t-shirts available? Yeah. Some merchandise. Yeah. Coming Our the only t-shirts we have right now are if you um, sign up to be a monthly donor, we, mm-hmm. we send you a t-shirt. But we don't have them on the site right now for for purchase just yet. Mm-hmm. Do you have somebody who's who's um, making those for you? Um, who's making merchandise for like you? Designing them? Mm-hmm. No, I have. You have somebody? No, I have been doing it. Oh, you've been doing it. Okay, so if you have a talent, like I know a few people that that do different design things. Um, So, you know, if you're listening and you have that kind of talent and you're like, hey, I'd like to create something um, and make that available, you know, there's so many ways um, to give. Yeah. When we're starting, we're building our committees too right now. So we're going to start a marketing committee and a merchandise committee, event committee, outreach committee. Like we've got all these committees that are about to kick off in 2019. So we're definitely looking for people to fill those. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, yeah, people, if you're listening and you're thinking something, something will, something that we've said gives you a little spark in your heart, like, oh, I could do that. Um, in the words of Robin 
Roberts. Um, okay, just do it. Like, go and do it. Um, reach out to Maddie. You might be able to, you know, fulfill Absolutely. a need that they have. Um, if something's tugging on your heart, just, you know, send a, send her a message and say, Hey, this, this is what I'm thinking. Can I help with this? Um, you could really be fulfilling a need that you don't even know about. Like Maddie was saying, sometimes she doesn't even know what she needs until it's presented. And she's like, Oh yeah, I do need that. That would be awesome. Um, so Maddie, thanks so much. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add? We're definitely going to, um, I'm going to ask you a few, uh, questions because we are kind of a uh personal journey detour but also a travel um detour uh podcast um i'll ask you a few of your um travel themes tips to close this off but is there anything else that you want to share about spark the way no um you know what somebody once told me this and I just feel like somebody else needs to know this on this podcast that the sea in Christ is bigger than the sea in cancer Mm. and as churchy as that is he's so much bigger than cancer even when Mm. it feels like it envelops your entire world he's bigger and that's very cool and so as crappy as a cancer diagnosis is it's also setting the scene for God to do something very neat and for you to learn him in a way that you wouldn't have before um, so you are going through a cancer diagnosis. I'm very sad for you, but I'm very excited for you, mm-hmm. you know, because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's all. And that, would you say <laughs> that's the, um, the kind of gratitude or silver lining that you, uh, have found? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause you win, you know, with yeah. Jesus, ultimately you win, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's with him you are promises peace and contentment right so it's like no matter what's going on Mm -hmm. and yeah you're good you know he's holding you and you're good Mm -hmm. that peace that surpasses understanding where people can listen to your story and be like oh my gosh how are you making it through and you're like I don't know, Jesus. Yeah, yeah no, for real. <laughs> like, yeah. For real. But also, like, Jesus doesn't mean that you don't sit there and cry sometimes. Oh, right, like, you right. You cry on him. Like, you yell at him. Like, you, yeah. you know? like I, I fully believe that's why he came as human. Like, yeah. so he can be like, hey, I'm human too. Talk as a human. Me. Yeah. Yeah, and say, like, ooh, totally. I know what it's like to live on this earth. Yeah. Like, not where things are perfect. Yeah. Like, I yeah. get it. Like, you know. Totally. Um, and, and that's what, like, the humanity, you know, part of him is. Yeah. Um, that is so relatable. Like, he's awesome. Yeah. So. Totally. <sighs> okay. All right. Um, travel. So, all right. So, where would you say, like, your favorite place you've ever traveled is? You, you said you been a few places even in this um podcast but um i have my favorite would be belize i've gone to belize twice now first went on a study abroad trip um with school for like three weeks and we went to all of the different like we did the rainforest we did the islands we did the city we did the village like it was really cool to see all of them Mm -hmm. um and it was just gorgeous it was one of my favorite places for sure and i think just because it's so diverse too you drive like two hours and you're in the middle of the jungle and then you drive like three more hours and you're like taking a boat to an island you Mm -hmm. know like it's just a very cool place of all kinds of different types of things to see oh yeah um so what would you say is what so we before we started recording we talked about travel and like that we like it's all about the food and how um <laughs> switzerland was so darn expensive and the food was not good um and that was like the biggest disappointment for me um because yeah. so what was like your best meal or memorable meal oh, that you've gosh. had somewhere it's like you sound like such a fatty um like a fatty i went to yeah i went to maine nope maryland oh my gosh, Portland, Maine, to visit one of my good friends. And there is a pizza place up there called Portland Pies. Oh my gosh. I literally got this. I was only there like five days. I went and got that pizza three times. Yes. Pizza pizza is so universal. It really is. In most, in most, you know where we had the worst, okay, Switzerland, we had the worst pizza ever. And actually, 
Rome, we had a pizza that was not like, I guess I expected it to be like, ah, yeah, and it wasn't, yeah. ah. One of the best pizzas we had was in Iceland, believe it or not. Weird. I know. That That's was weird. like, we were only there for like four days and we had that twice yeah. in the like four yeah. days. Yeah. And we were just like, can we just get that pizza again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. It was so good. Like brick, it was just perfect. Yeah. It was so perfect. That, yeah. I think pizza is like oh the universal language. I'm pretty pizza sure. Last night and mm. I it again today. I love pizza. All right. So I guess we're both fatties. Yep. Um, how about um, travel tip? Like what do you always bring when you travel that you have to have? Um, <laughs> this is going to sound so corny. Um, open-mindedness and a smile. <laughs> I have met so many people so many people on planes, on train, on wherever, mm-hmm. like walking around by myself, um, and just really like getting to know people. Um, yeah. And I guess if we could like go in opposition of your question, what I don't bring is other people. I travel by myself. So no much, way. So much for really? that purpose because. People are more prone to, and same to like you're more prone to talk to people when you're by yourself. So I feel like I limit my trips very much that I take with other people because I huh. feel like I'm missing out on getting to know you just know? randoms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've had I've met some pretty neat people in coffee shops and restaurants. That's kind of although I don't really travel alone. It's usually my husband and I. Um, we don't like to travel like with anybody else, mostly because um, I don't like to be with other people <laughs> that long yeah. that sounds terrible but no, it, you I waste so that. much time because you're trying to like coordinate with everybody and you like waste all your time just yeah. trying to figure yeah. out what everyone's doing yeah. and um so that I just get cranky so yeah. um and then we also like you have to travel with somebody that has like your travel style right like if you're a go 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 and they're not a go 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 yeah. that's not gonna work you yeah. know like we're like go a little bit but then have a lazy day too yeah. like we're fine with sitting in a coffee shop and just talking to some random person yeah um you know, so we, we like that too. It was so sad on the train. We like really wanted to talk to a lot of people on the train because we were just like, oh, every person's going to get on. It's going to be a different yeah. person when we would talk to them. So many people though just have like their headphones on right. and they're just like all in your like, Real, like invisible fence. Yeah. yeah. So people take out your headphones, like put your phone away sometimes, man. Yeah. Like look, talk look around. Yeah. Talk yeah. to just people, whether you're traveling yeah. or not, just put your phone down sometimes because yeah. life's going on all around you and you're just yep. in your little bubble. And they've got, and that's what I've learned too. People that you like sit by, I feel like I coordinate these things where they have something that you need or you have something that they need. Mm-hmm. So it's like by really being super closed off and just kind of staying in your own little bubble. And there's times for bubbles. Like I, yeah. I'm not, I'm like an introverted extrovert. Like there are yeah, absolutely same. time for bubbles. Absolutely right. time for bubbles. But if they're, if you're like constantly in your bubble and you're not like talking to these people, like you're missing out on giving something that you could give or getting something that you could get from them yeah for sure like right before we started um recording I was talking about how we the place we went in Switzerland that was not even planned and we wound up going there because the thing that we had planned didn't work out because it was closed for maintenance and then we sat in a park eating some roasted chestnuts talked to some random guy he said why don't you get on the train and go here and it was like the highlight of our whole entire trip that we never even had planned mm-hmm. that we didn't even know about and if we had just been in our little bubble and not talked to that guy we would have pro- we would have missed out on it because yeah. we wouldn't have known about it at all it yeah. was some out of the way thing yeah. that he was like get on the train and go here and go there and do this yeah. and we would have not even known about it yeah so yeah take take your headphones out people yep. okay um do you have a favorite app like a travel app or otherwise app that you just I, want someone to know about. I have yes. Um, every time that I am even starting to plan a trip, I go straight to my Skip Lagged app. Have you heard of Skip Lag? Skip, skip, skip lagged. lagged. Like instead of S- jet, not jet lag, but skip lag. Um, S K I P. Yep. L A L I. Oh yeah, sorry. S K I P L A G G E D. Yep. 
Yep. Skip lagged. Skip lagged. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look this up. No. Yeah. Um. Those are some of the best. I have gotten a round trip plane ticket to LA for seventy three dollars on JetBlue. Like. Oh wait. It, so that's what's on here. What yeah, is this? They're plane tickets. Plane tickets. Yeah. <gasps> like very, very, very discounted, but like legit plane tickets. I've gotten plane tickets from them that I'm like, I'm nervous that I'm going to show up and they're going to be like, Because it sounds too one. good to be true. Yeah. And it's always, I mean, it's legit. That's like us with Travelocity. We always find these vacation packages. Like we were just looking actually before I got here today because we're planning, um, we're planning another trip and, um, and we were just looking to kind of like get an idea and literally like you look and you're like this can't be right like it's the plane trip for both of us and it includes the hotel yeah like we can go for a month to poland for like thirteen hundred dollars i'm like how They're like how is that crazy. even possible like how is that how do they make how's that possible know. <laughs> you know no. i don't know how it works and same thing i'm like this is gonna be bad and yeah. we always wind up at these like four-star hotels they're beautiful yeah. and like nothing's wrong like, you know what? and yeah. it's yeah like nothing's wrong and i'm just paranoid about it but yeah. um it's no, always good reason to be nervous yeah <laughs> you know? okay skip lag we'll check skip it out lagged. and then there's another one called guides um which is by lonely planet oh yeah have mm-hmm. you heard of that one and you yeah. go it's like a city guide so you put in whatever city you're going to and then it kind of has like those excursions the highlights yeah the or, excursions the food the, yeah it's not loading right now but um, that's okay it'll yeah it lays out excursions food things to see like just natural like it's a very cool yeah we've app. we've done one like that too um i can't think of it right this minute of what it oh it's called get your guide um okay. and we like um where were we uh, i forget where we were somewhere in europe but we did that and um they had one of those like city tours on like the e-car it's like a golf cart that can go on the road yeah. kind of and um it wound up being like nineteen dollars, and um, it took the guy like took us all around oh, the city. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah, not like a short. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> like took us all around. It was like it was like three hours long. That's in- 20 bucks yeah and took us and then the guy would tell us about you know the different things because sometimes you're looking at things you don't even know like we had been to the one little city but we didn't really know what we were looking at so we had eaten dinner there but then just a couple doors down was like this really cool historical thing that we didn't even realize was anything um so those are um it's almost kind of like a group yeah Yeah. it's a little bit like that like you buy the thing and you just sort of look on there and see what they have yeah and that's awesome okay skip lagged and guides from lonely lonely planet oh i love these little tips love these little tips all right well i know that you have um some things going on later today so we're gonna wrap this up but thank you so much again for making the time to um talk to us today and um i feel a cough coming on no, so we I will wrap this. it up i thank you a lot for inviting me um for doing this and it's i mean same with you like the second that we met it was like <clears throat> oh i've known her my whole life <laughs> just don't know where she's been and what her name yeah. is but like, <laughs> i've known Isn't her my whole that life funny? that yeah. is so great yeah well thank you miss madison again i'm thank feeling you. cough coming on so we're gonna wrap it up thanks detour listeners tune in again next time